Hello and welcome to this Royal College of Physicians podcast on the RCP Chief Registrar Programme. This podcast will be brought to you in three parts and you will hear from two alumni Chief Registrars, Will, myself and Lily, talking about our Chief Registrar year and the experiences we had on the programme. What was your typical day like um, when you were when you were non-clinical in those first few months? Yeah, so I, I had a, a fairly standard split, I think, for the Chief Reg post where I had two days protected as Chief Reg time and three days I was still on clinical. Now, how that gets split, I think, between people varies a lot depending on what road you're on and your local negotiation. Um, for me, it was fairly straightforward. I did three days clinical, two days Chief Reg. Um, and initially, I think you're presented with this time and it, it, it's a really unusual feeling because normally training is so full on and, you're in, and you don't really get that, that personal management of your own time um, as you go through training otherwise. Um, initially, I, we, we, we benefited definitely from having had one chief registrar go through the trust a year before. Um, we had some key members of the senior management team who I think really advocated for the role and they built us a program of um, initially mainly just meeting people. So you met um, a lot of the board, um, a lot of the wider senior management team and what I found really helpful was just getting to know what these roles were because you realise how little you get exposed to when you're just doing clinical work. You really don't you don't visibly see the the kind of mechanics behind the hospital and how things are ticking over. And and a lot of these roles are, are things that I just hadn't heard of before. And you you come to realise how important they fit into the the, the wider picture. And you just think how 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 was I unaware <laughs> how was I unaware of this? Um, so a lot of it was kind of meeting people initially, starting to get used to managing my own time, starting to focus on on kind of the projects that, that I was starting to develop, but also trying to recognise I think what the trust needed from the role at that time. Obviously pre-COVID was very different <laughs> to what happened next. Um, but that, that it, it was it was a really interesting adjustment um, and, and a really steep learning curve. How was it at your side? I suppose in in contrast to having a set sort of you know couple of days per week, I had to sort of we had to work out um, a sort of straightforward 40-60 splits between my clinical and non-clinical hours, which can be a little bit complicated in emergency medicine, but fortunately we had a self-rostering system. So, you know, as long as the hours, um, you know, were correct, then that was fine. But it meant that sometimes, you know, my non-clinical time would be bunched up um, and sometimes it could be a couple of weeks in between my non-clinical days, um, which made it a bit more difficult to, you know, attend regular meetings, um, but still in the first in 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 the first couple of months, um, I did sort of go along to sort of key site meetings, um, and you know, as the first one of the first chief registrars on my site, um, we sort of had to go around and essentially introduce ourselves because no one really knew who we were or what we did other than that we were emergency medicine registrars so there was there was quite a lot of self-promotion that had to that had to go on um and you i think you got very well practiced at explaining what a chief registrar was because even though the program has been going for some years now um it's not widely known about i think outside of some specific hospitals or or trusts or even you know certain um certain specialties in some cases and and i think that's going to be something that's going to be really exciting about the program for for many years to come to be honest is is that that building of kind of what what this role means what it can bring to the trust and actually what you 
as, as the chief registrar that year, whatever your background is, whatever the sort of things you're particularly interested in, what you can bring to it and what your kind of personal take on it is, because there is that flexibility. It isn't a role that is completely regimented that on week one you will achieve this, week two you will achieve this. It's It, it, it does have that flexibility to fit into how your trust has been, I, I guess, learning about it and developing a kind of core set of roles and what is expected but also bringing what you want to the role and and uh, and that is it's definitely one of the early parts of trying to trying to get a hold of it and just explain yourself to others <laughs> i'm chief reg what what on earth is that <laughs> um but it was it was great to have an excuse to actually go around the wards and say hello to people um because you know we do tend to become a bit siloed i think in in all areas of medicine um as i say uh, it can be especially so when you're emergency medicine as i said before you, you tend to be the person giving everyone else the work um so it was it was very nice to sort of sort of break down those barriers and talk to people about you know um you know what you could what you could do to improve improve things for for them um and you know make it clear that you were a you were a point of contact and I guess this comes to where the where the role I guess does sit at, at its core is that I think the way I I started to appreciate how I sat as the chief registrar in my trust is um, you sit very much as a conduit I think between different areas of the hospital. It's not just that you are reporting one way, like you know, for example, the more traditional representative roles where you're just absorbing information and then giving it to someone else. I think the chief registrar role really is, a, is something that works in, in many different directions. You're making a, a pretty broad network and you're getting the opportunity to meet this huge range of people um, across the trust in management, leadership, clinical management, finance, everywhere. And you then are in this incredibly powerful position where you can, uh, you, you understand things from the junior doctor perspective, but you also begin to understand things from um, that of management, just that of another, it is just bringing that other perspective. And you you not only are able to take information from the junior doctor community, but you're also then better able to direct it and also I think able to then feed back as well and, and provide that link the other way, um, which which I think is one of the things that you start picking up quite early in the chief registrar role. And, and I, I found really, I think it was one of the things I really took away from the role. We hope you enjoyed this second episode of the RCP Chief Registrar Programme podcast. Next time, Lily and I will be talking about what we learned from the programme, both during the programme and also where it's taken us since we finished our year. If you're interested, I do hope you'll join us. And do also remember that you can find out more about the RCP Chief Registrar Programme on the RCP website.